The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Astros Baseball. My special guest today is the founder of Dugout Mugs, Randall Thompson. Randall, thank you for uh, joining me on today's podcast. You bet. Thanks for having me. So let me ask a few questions. The first thing I want to say to you is I've given you some props on the podcast lately for... uh, your company going out of your way to be nice to my wife who's dealing with cancer right now. And she's actually, uh, actually having chemo right now as we're talking. And, uh, but you guys reached out to me on Twitter and you wanted to send my wife a mug. And I just really wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, that was really, really nice of you guys to do that. Yeah. So that, that um, I'm not aware of that story, but I think it's uh, I think it's just a good representation of uh, of what we are trying to build as a company. Uh, we're trying to just do good things for for the baseball community constantly. Um, coming from baseball, I love the game. I love the people that make up the game, and uh, I'm kind of just wanting to to fill the company with people that feel the same way. Um, and I and I think that's uh, I think it's a perfect story, a perfect example of. I think it was your business partner. Who's your business partner's name? James Chris. Chris. That's what I wrote down. That's a pretty good memory. So I actually nice. talked. I talked to him on the phone uh, for a while, and he he said he's the business guy, and so he said it would be more interesting for me to talk to you and hear your story. So we talked through emails, and you decided to come on, and so I do appreciate it. So the story of dugout mugs is that I've already talked about a little bit. You came up with the idea in the dugout. So tell me a little bit about how that happened. Yeah, I was, uh, so I played and then after I got done playing, I went and I started coaching. And uh, as I was coaching, uh, the hitting coach slash recruiting coordinator at the school that I was at, he was taking a handsaw. Um, uh, and, and cutting wood baseball bats essentially in half. He was creating a, a training tool for uh, for his hitters. And uh, because of this, there was a bunch of loose bat barrels just sitting in the in the dugout. And uh, one, you know, just one day, I, I picked up a bat barrel, I examined it, and had a light bulb moment that could potentially turn it into a drinking mug. So the bats are kind of already hollowed out at the top a little bit, right? Is that kind of like 
where you got the inspiration from or is just the how it felt in your hand or how did you only yeah some that some of this do have the uh, a cupping to them uh for for waiting purposes and yeah that was that was part of the as i was examining it uh the thought of okay so this is already cupped i wonder if you could just keep going um deeper into and into the barrel to, to create a 12 ounce mug well, that's a cool story. So if that guy wouldn't have been cutting those in half, he knew he wanted the bottom half of it or what? Is that what he was doing? Yeah, he was creating something called a short bat. Um, and I, you know, <laughs> I guess, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know the whole spiel of it, but essentially it helped uh, hitters uh, focus more on their the flight of the, the, the flight of their hands to a baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hit soft, soft baseballs with them. Uh, you'd have his guys that sell baseballs with them, but uh, yeah, I don't really know. You know, I don't know what what the ultimate goal was with them, but yeah, he uh, he was essentially having them swing a handle. Okay, so you you uh, decided you were going to try to make one of these mugs. Did you take one of the ones he cut and take it home with you, and or how how did you make the first one? When I had the when I initially had the idea, I just threw it in my back pocket. Um, I didn't. I didn't immediately pursue it. I was. Uh, I was coaching, and then I left coaching, um, and then I went to an ad agency uh, for an internship, and that fell apart. And uh, kind of just out of desperation, uh, a, a combination of desperation and also wanting to be entrepreneurial. Uh, I reached. I had lots and lots of ideas, but I reached into the into my back pocket uh, for ideas. Mm-hmm. And converting converting a a barrel into a mug it seems simple enough. Uh, so I said, okay, I'll, I'll go with this one. Um, it wasn't very simple. It, it started it started with me buying uh, craft bats, so like bats that aren't good enough to, to use in a game, but they still um, they still have the shape of a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought a chop saw and a vise a hand drill and I was trying to hand drill a hole into these mud or into these mats and um, yeah it just started in at the time I was living in my my sister's uh, backyard and it was a detached garage that was converted into a, an apartment and I had uh, I had all my materials back there and that's where I was that's where I was messing around with the idea and trying to trying to create the first one so um so how'd it go on that first one? Uh, I mean, the whole entire process to eventually get the very first usable model, it took me about a year to do it. Um, I did not think about woodworking or what a wood blade was or what a wood, wood turner was. Right. Um, I look back on it now and I, like, I say to myself, wow, how simple, how simple it would be to go from point A to, you know, point wherever I'm at now, how simple that would be. Yeah. But in that time, I didn't even know what questions to ask or who to go talk to. Uh, yeah, so it, it, was, it was incredibly difficult to try to figure out how to, how to actually do this. So you had, did you have to reach out to someone to have them help you make that first one? I had all sorts of uh, people that were involved in the process to get to, get to the very first one. Um, I, there was a guy that was in St. Pete named John Stein, he was a woodworker and he had this kind of this, this badass work, uh, like workshop that was in St. Pete and, uh, and he worked pretty diligent, diligent, uh, diligent, diligent, 
very first one. And he got he he started hooking it up to a to a uh, uh, to a drill press, and uh, he could get pretty far far down to create the hole. Yeah. And the issue became uh, that the uh, the drill bit would get too wobbly, and then it would blow out the sides. So we we got to about a, a four or five inch hole with John, and then and then eventually I went to a uh, a wood turner up in Maine, and they got it done. Ah. So you made the first one, and did, at that first one y'all made, did you drink out of it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you still have it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, okay, so you figured out how to make them. It, it, after that guy helped you, is that how you, you figured out the process and you decided, okay, well, I'm going to make some more. And, like, how, what, what was the next step you took? I took I took the prototype uh, to a manufacturer up in up in Maine and asked for a small run size, so um, or just a small run of them. And somebody gave us a price of like a hundred bucks or sorry a hundred a hundred units mm-hmm. uh, for a higher higher price point. And so we just made one hundred and then we started there, uh, started selling them online, took them took that, rolled it into the next one, uh, a, a bigger order and a bigger order. And eventually, it just swelled to to what it is right now. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff in between there, but yeah, the uh, you know the, the idea was start small, take that, put it in, you know, keep building it up, keep building it up, and and that's uh, that was the next step, just taking it to a manufacturer. Did your first the first ones you build? Did they have any kind of logo on them? Uh, yeah. Did yeah. you did you already? Uh, Yet, had you already decided on the name Dugout Mugs by then? No, no. Um, it started out as Thompson Mug Company, um, and uh, when Chris and I linked up, uh, we eventually uh, moved it into into Dugout Mugs. It was for a while. It was Thompson Mug Company, and then the product was product name was Dugout a Dugout Mug. No, oh, okay. Um, and uh, it was creating confusion, so we just dropped Thompson Mud Company altogether and just went with dugout mugs. So, how did you start promoting them? You got together with Chris. He's your business, the business guy of the team, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he has a background in selling things online. Um, so, so we were sell. I was selling them online through Facebook and Instagram ads. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where a majority of our revenue is generated still today is, is Facebook and Instagram ads. Um, and yeah, Chris, Chris has a background in, in selling stuff online. Um, so he kind of stepped in and helped navigate those seeds to grow at a much more rapid pace. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this uh, conversation with Dugout Mugs founder, Randall Thompson. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Did you ever... Uh take them around with you so that I, I thought I saw it in the video, but like, did you ever carry them around with you somewhere and drink out of it? So people would see it and go, Hey, what is that? Did yeah, that, that, did that happens, really happen? That a, yeah, it happens a lot. Um, we call it the dugout mug effect. Anytime you take the mug and you go into any sort of populated area, uh, Every, every few steps that you take, somebody stops you to ask you what it is and where they can get one. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's been a, uh, obviously that's a blessing.
So you started out in the garage apartment or the shed apartment in the back. You built your first one, you made a hundred of them. And now if you go online to where you sell them, you're actually got license from MLB teams and also players or how did you, I mean, that seems like a pretty big deal to get that far with it. Yeah, there was different steps to it. So we initially started out by just customizing the mugs. So you could just put like Robert on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did well with that. So after we did well with that, we uh, took the concept to MLBPA, which is the Players Association. Um, they gave us a license to be able to use uh, players' likeness, signatures, numbers. Um, we did really well with, with the PA. Uh, which opened up a, a conversation or put in the door with Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. And uh, in October of 2018, we got a license with Major League Baseball, which opened up uh, us to be able to sell into the stadiums, uh, which were in 28 of the 30 now. Um, and uh, yeah, and it just it just helps grow our business to a whole other level as well, just because people want you know, Mets stuff or Astro stuff or Cubs mm-hmm. stuff. Um, it just it adds an element of credibility and value. So y'all actually sell these inside the stadiums? Yep. Yep. Do you sell them inside the Minute Maid Park? Yeah, they're they're in there. Oh, okay. I've never I've never seen them there. I don't know. I'm not sure where they're at. So you you get with the let's say you get with the players association and stuff and you have a licensing fee, is that just a yearly fee or they, I don't get too personal, but I mean, do they take a cut of it or is it just a one-time fee? How did that, how does that go? It's it's something called a minimum guarantee. So, uh, and typically, uh, like new contracts, you might get a, you might get a year, you might get a three year contract, but it's just, it pretty much just, uh, you and the, the person that you're making the agreement or the, the entity that you're making the agreement with, you're saying that I'm, I'm going to at least sell this amount of merchandise. And if I don't sell this amount of merchandise, it doesn't matter. You're still going to get paid for it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And then if you exceed that minimum guarantee, they get paid on, on everything that you exceeded by as well. And it's just a percentage of sales. I was watching a video on your website and it looks like when the, when the, uh, logos or whatever you want on there is getting put on there. Is that, is that some sort of wood burning thing, putting that on there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We work with a company by the name of boss laser and they're out of Stanford, Florida. So they're just on the road from us. And, uh, some people call it etching. Some people call it engraving. Um, and yeah, it's essentially we take a file, we put it into this machine, we put the mug onto this rotary device and, uh, yeah, you just press, essentially press start, and uh, yeah, it shoots a, a, a laser of sorts, and it just burns the logo right onto the to the wood mug. So it's just hooked up to the computer, whatever logo you put on there, it puts it in there, and you put you have to put the sizes and all that stuff. Yep, that's correct. So you started out that first order, you made a hundred of them, and uh, what year was that? 2016. Oh, so you haven't been doing this very long. So do you remember your, how many sales you had in 2016? 
And and actually, another question: How long did it take you to get rid of those hundred? Not too too long. Uh, they they went pretty quickly. Two thousand sixteen. The years are starting to fuse together for me, but I believe two thousand sixteen we did about seventy thousand dollars in sales as well. Hmm. And uh, so, how are you feeling about the business at that time? Were you feeling like, hey, I think I'm on to something? I'm not really sure what to what to feel. Um, like I, I knew I always wanted to be uh, entrepreneurial. I wanted to be creative. Um, uh, you know, I uh, it means something different to me now than it did then. But just I want I wanted to own a business. Yeah. Um, so I didn't even know what metrics to base things off of. Uh, I was working a full time job while while trying to build this up, um. and I did. I did those first six months launched in the middle of 2016. Those first six months, uh, I did right around seventy thousand dollars in sales. I didn't know if that was good or not. Right. I, you know, I don't know. Um, uh, but I then linked up with Chris in January of 2017, and uh, I was trying to make the determination of whether to leave my full time job or not. And he he was doing other ventures. He said that he would leave his other ventures if I left my other job. And so we both went two feet into the, into the business. Oh, wow. And, uh, and that's, that's eventually what led to it, uh, growing at a, at a rapid pace. So 2017, it took off. Yeah. Way, way more than 70,000. Yeah. We, we grew by like, I think it was like 2,400% or something like that. We ended up doing over a million dollars in sales that year. Yeah. So at, at the beginning, it was it just you two guys? Yeah, yeah. In the, uh, in the beginning, it was just him and I. We split days to do customer service. Um, and somebody and, was doing the bats for you? Yeah, yeah. We were working with a bat company out of Central Florida. And uh, we grew so quickly, they kind of keep up with the demand. And, and it, you know, the, the business just started taking a different shape to eventually where we are now that we we have our own operation, our own roof. Um, and we, we handle that now. But uh, when we were first when we were first growing it up, uh, we completely outgrew our manufacturer really, really quick. Wow. So now so you went from uh, just you two guys. So how many people do you have employed with you now? Twelve people make the company go around on a daily basis. Huh. And um, I don't know. I don't know what to ask you. Uh, did you have anything else to add? Um, no. I, I mean, this this time of the year, Mother's Day is coming up. Uh-huh. Uh, we're getting ready to run a, a special on Mother's Day. Yeah. Uh, to where uh, it'll be forty percent off of our wind up. So we we've, we've taken. Uh, the billet that makes a baseball bat, spin it into a mini baseball bat wine glass. It's also uh, licensed by Major League Baseball. And uh, if you're looking to get something special for Mother's Day, um, yeah, it's uh, 40% off at dugoutmugs.com. All of our wind-ups, if you use uh, me, I think it's Wine40 is the, is the discount, or we can do, uh, we can set up a discount code uh, for this particular podcast and, and, uh, So the the so yeah, that's a good question. You brought that up. The uh, 
you, you have the dugout mugs and then you went to the wine glasses and you also have shot glasses and the shot glasses are made out of the, uh, out of the butts right at the bottom mm-hmm. or yeah. the bottom. I don't, I guess they're called butts. I don't know. That's what I call them. And the wine glass, is that made out of the same part as the dugout? I mean, as the, uh, the beer mug, but it's just shaped differently. Right. Yeah. We, uh, it's just run, it's ran on a lathe and it's, it's cut differently. Correct. And are they both 12 ounces? One is six with the other is 12. So the, the wine glass holds just north of a six ounce four. And then, uh, the dugout mug holds just north of a 12 ounce four. And these mugs are good for hot or cold. Yeah. Hot or cold beverages, uh, hand wash them, air dry, just make sure that, uh, you set it upside down, un- unrestricted airflow to, to make sure that it gets dry. But yeah, it's uh, hot or cold beverages for sure. So you, if y'all guys want to find, and I'll put it on Twitter as well, uh, you can find uh, Dugout Mugs at Dugout Mugs on Twitter. And then DugoutMugs.com, he gave you the, the code WINE40. You want to get your mom a Dugout Mug wine glass. 40% off. What's the regular price on that? $74.99. $74.99. Uh, okay. And in the last podcast, I actually was telling everybody how nice it was. And I talked to Chris on the phone. I told him how uh, you could watch all the videos and look at all the high def pictures, but they, you just can't tell how nice this thing is until it, until you get it in your hand. It's a very, very awesome uh, product. And I'm, very glad and happy and uh, appreciative for what y'all did and for you to also coming on the podcast today and sharing your story. You bet. Yeah. I appreciate you having me. I appreciate those kind of words. So, uh, I, I hope for the best. Um, if there's anything we can ever do. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.